0: Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Salt Mines X Wing podcast, a podcast dedicated to the backbone of the X Wing community. That's right, people just like you doing what they can to get better at the game. I'm your host, Sailor Joe, and uh, man, LVO was a great time. Thanks to our patrons for making travel and this episode possible. But let's get into our first segment. List building with Joe! So this list comes about from a uh, conversation at LVO where uh, a friend of mine was talking about uh, rebel lists. So, uh, and I jokingly called this one the terrorist cell uh, or rebel BYOB bring your own bombs. So what you've got is you've got Luke Skywalker with Elusive Proton Torpedo Shield Upgrades and S-Foils. Battle of Yavin Jack Porkins. T-65 Colby Sperado with Notorious Deadman Switch and S-Foils. Keo Venzi with Elusive and Concussion Missiles. And Arvel with crack shot and Predator. And the idea is you've got the uh, two X-Wings that are kind of their own... Explosions with wings, <laughs> so to speak. Um, so they will kind of fly up the middle, support whichever A-Wing needs to support. Luke can kind of do his own thing, um, but hidden with three X-Wings is uh, nothing to sneeze at uh, if you would choose to fly it that way. So anyway, all kinds of different options on how to set up, but... Um, you're gonna lose an X-wing, so when you lose an X-wing here, you get um, you you do some damage to your opponents, and you can do that twice. So um, anyway, I thought it was funny. Let me know what y'all think in the Discord. Let's go ahead and move on to our next segment. AMG rules for. And we've got a bunch of rules to get through this week, so let's go ahead and get started with Darth Vader X1 Pattern Analyzer 2.5. OP, wondering, since the new rules just came out, with Darth Vader getting a tech tech slot, will Pattern Analyzer allow him to use his ship ability after performing a red maneuver? Pattern Analyzer says one action, but does not say only one action to exclude Vader's ability to have another action. Answer. Yes, Pattern Analyzer is allowing you to perform an action. Abilities that trigger off performing an action can then enter the ability queue and be resolved. Compare this to Advanced Sensors, which reads, After you reveal your dial, you may perform one action. If you do, you cannot perform another action during your activation. In this case, the card is specifically telling you that after you perform an action allowed by Advanced Sensors, you cannot perform any more actions during that ship's activation. Next question, Pattern Analyzer and Ship Abilities. OP, if a ship such as Major Von Reg, is equipped with Pattern Analyzer and fully executes a red maneuver, can it perform its fine-tuned thrusters action during the timing window of Pattern Analyzer? Answer, no. Pattern Analyzer tech is allowing you to perform an action before the check difficulty step. Abilities that trigger after fully executing a maneuver, such as the TIE BA's Interceptor's fine-tuned thrusters ship ability or the TIE tie defender's full-throttle ship ability happen after the check difficulty step. Next question. Battle of Yavin X-Wings. OP. With the new loadouts from Battle of Yavin pack, do these X-Wings have S-Foils? Answer. The Battle of Yavin expansions includes the new standardized loadout ship cards to Star Wars X-Wing. These ships have unique abilities or loadouts that you can't find anywhere else. If the card does not have the servermores S foils upgraded list listed, then it is not equipped. Next one, Magna Guard Protectors Guarded Condition. OP. How many ships gain the guarded condition if you have two Magna Guard protectors in that list? Thinking I can run two of them and put out two guarded conditions on my other ships. Is this true or am I missing something? Answer. No. Some ship cards and upgrade cards have limitations. These limited cards can be identified by the number of bullets to the left of their names. During squad building, a player cannot field more copies of cards that share the same number of bullets in the front of the name. The guarded condition card is a limited card with one bullet, and as such, only one copy can be in play. Next question. Heightened perception with swarm tactics cascading. OP. Does a ship that triggers its heightened perception with swarm tactics pass that 7 initiative around the same way swarm tactics with a standard I 6 does? Answer No. While heightened perception force allows a ship to engage at initiative 7, it does not change the initiative value of the ship itself. Next question Rush and when his ability triggers. OP. Rush goes from initiative 2 to 6 when he is damaged. Two questions. 1. Does it trigger when he first loses a shield or only when he has a damage card? 2. Rush is damaged by an initiative 4 pilot. Is Rush now immediately an I6, thus losing their attack on the current round or does the ability to trigger for the next round? Answer. Rules reference guidance 1.4.4, page 9. Quote, A ship is damaged while it has at least one damage card. A ship is critically damaged while it has at least one face up damage card. End quote. Rules Reference, version 1.4.4, page 39. Quote, Question If Rush becomes damaged during the engagement phase before the initiative 2 step, causing its initiative to become 6, what happens? Answer Rush engages at its current initiative step after all other ships at that step have engaged. A reminder, be sure to only ask one rules question per thread. Create a new thread for each question, per the forum rules. Next question, trickshot and multiple obstacles. OP, does trickshot add an attack die per obstacle in the attack arc, or only on die? I think it's supposed to be one die. Anyway, answer, no. No. Trickshot, talent, allows the attacker to roll one additional attack die if the attack is obstructed. It does not matter how many obstacles are in the way. Only one additional attack die is rolled. Next question. Biohex Crypt Codes and Hondo-Anako Crew Combo. OP. If I use Hondo on two of my ships, can I interrupt with Biohex Crypt Codes to jam an enemy ship... I have locked after coordinating the first ship. Biohacker script code card card states when you jam, not jam action specifically. So I think I can coordinate one of my ships, and when I would jam my other ship, use hex script code to jam an enemy ship I have a lock on. Would that timing? Would that be the timing in this case? Answer. No, Hondo Ohnaka crew. Instructs you to choose two ships that are friendly to each other, coordinate one of them, one of the chosen ships, then jam the other, ignoring range restrictions. There is no opportunity to interrupt this and and jam an unrelated ship. Next question, Firing Arcs. OP. I noticed this post asking about Firing Arcs and Hotshot's Tail Blaster. This is one that we've read in the past. So taking that into account, it may happen. One, a ship without maneuver can use it when I front of a ship with only an ion cannon arc, like a jump master and having turret pointed somewhere else, the foe whisper wrath with ion cannons and rotating arc behind could suffer outmaneuver from an enemy. two, a jump matter with Notorious would not apply it in case someone shoots him by the front arc while using an ion cannon and having a turret pointed somewhere else. So does this make sense? Because sounds good to me in case of a proton torpedo or hotshot blaster, but not for a cannon. A cannon, in my honest opinion, should be an attack arc to be considered in those situations. So really those hyper Hypothetical situations should be resolved as mentioned from the forum thread resolves. I don't understand why a cannon is different than a turret in those situations. Answer. To clarify, a cannon missile torpedo upgrade does not provide an attack arc for the reasons given in the rules reference guide under Firing Arcs, version 1.4.4, page 4 firing arcs. A ship's firing arcs include all shaded arcs on a ship's token, plus all turret arcs, if any. If an upgrade card gives a ship a turret arc with a or a primary weapon with a specified arc, those arcs are also firing arcs. Therefore, if the attacker is in the arc used by the an upgrade card, example, rear arc or hotshot tail blaster, but the arc is not a turret arc, nor a shaded arc, then Abilities that require the attacker to be in the firing arc would not trigger. Good to know. So that was all really, really confusing. I'm just going to take a second and and break that down. So basically, um, if it's not shaded or not a turret arc, then it's not considered an arc for the purposes of outmaneuver or other things like that. Excuse me. Alright, next one. We've got tractor beam versus collision detector. OP. Since collision detector says quote, while you boost your barrel roll you can move through and overlap obstacles. Can a ship in, in quote can a ship equipped with collision detector upgrade be tractored onto an obstacle? Answer Yes. The word can is used to mean has the capacity to. For example. An ability that says while you boost or barrel roll you can move through or overlap obstacles means when a ship with that ability boosts or barrel rolls it ignores the rules that prevent them from overlapping or moving through obstacles. The ship always applies this effect as the effect is not optional but is instead an expanded capability. And the last question that we'll read today Yavin Marksmanship and a t- Exhaust Port OP Hi, can Wes use Marksmanship on the Exhaust Port to get a crit when he attacks it? And quote, when you perform an attack, if the defender is in your bullseye, you may change one normal result to a critical result. End quote. Because, as the Exhaust Port is a feature scenario, I think it's not a ship neither a defender quotes defender ship that is chosen during the declare defender step of the declare target step of the of an attack is the defender answer yes wedge can use marksmanship on the exhaust port okay now we can get to the real reason that you all are listening to this episode Let's talk about LVO. And let me just say before I get into it. That LVO was an amazingly wonderful time. Um, I had a good time meeting up with some of the the patrons. And hanging out with them. As well as going with my buddy Mason. And uh, Jorge. And uh, flying in the day two heat. But before I bat wrap how I did. Let's go over the mid-tier lists as a reminder we go over the mid-tier lists uh, because it is my opinion that um, these lists are the ones that could have been top tier had um, variants or decisions gone slightly other ways now that's not to say that they're always going to be top tier lists but that there are some good things in here that's worth considering um, if you're looking and remember, there's nothing wrong with net decking. There's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. This just gives you an idea, um, maybe a, a different way to build lists or different pieces that are good. So, with all that said, let's go ahead and start with our first mid-tier list, which happens to be this guy named Ryan Farmer. And he was flying a Rebellion list with uh, Tycho with Crackshot, Composure, Heavy Laser Cannon, Concussion Missiles. Keo Vinzi with Crackshot and Concussion Missiles. Jack Porschkins, this is boy Jack. Um, Ezra Bridger with K2SO. And Lou Skywalker with Extreme Maneuvers, Elusive, Proton Torpedoes, Chopper, Munitions Failsafe, and S-Foils. So, uh, kind of a, a nice little rebel salad here. Uh, I think, I mean, it's, it's a good list. I think it could have, um, I think it's definitely one of those ones to, that has potential to, to be higher. All right, next we've got Blue Squadron Novice. Flying the Resistance with... 9NUM with Composure, Pattern Analyzer, Cluster Missiles, Integrated S Foils, Jamming, Jamming Beam. Elo Atzi with Heroic Advanced Optics, Integrated S Foils, Heavy Laser Cannon. Zay Versio with Heroic M9G8 and S Foils. Jarek Jaeger with Marksmanship, Cluster Missiles, Overtune Modulators, Targeting Computer, Kaz's Fireball. And Wabit Tice with Heroic and Electronic Baffle. So we've got a, a, a resistance salad here, three T seventies, um, three fives, and two threes. So uh, yeah. I, I think um, five ships is seems to be about the average. So if you're um, if you're squad building uh, between four and six ships is is kind of that, that sweet spot five being that for most factions. Alright. Next we've got Rathos, which I believe this is D. Um, flying Vizier with Emperor Palpatine. Captain Faroff with Seventh Sister. Aiden Versio with Elusive and Ion Cannon. And Darth Vader with Malice, Debris Gambit, and Heavy Laser Cannon. So interesting. Because that's that's Defender Vader, but... He's already got the Evade, so why would you need Debris Gambit? I don't understand. Okay. Anyway. Next, Darth Tater. Another Empire list. Flying Darth Vader with Malice, Juke, and Heavy Laser Cannon. Vizier with Emperor Palpatine. Aiden Versio with Elusive and Ion Cannon. And two Black Squadron Aces. Next, we've got Velvet Buddha flying again with the Empire. So we got Boy Vader, Boy Backstabber, Boy Mither, Maller Mither Mitholk, jeez, Moff Gideon with ruthless false transponder codes, cloaking device, targeting computer, and Captain Faroff with Seventh Sister. For our next list, we've got the Viking, flying Darth Vader. So this is Boy Vader, Boy Backstabber, Boy Vol- Mauler, Iden Versio with Elusive Ion Cannon, and Vizier with Emperor Palpatine. So pretty uh, standard um, archetype there. Next we've got Pride, um, Pride B. Autumn. Flying Scum, so we have Cavill with Cutthroat, Ion Cannon Turret, Watchful Astromech, Thermal detonators, False Transponder Codes, Delayed Fuses. Teltravera with Cutthroat, synced Laser Cannons. Queel, Overtune Modulators, Tactical Scrambler. Paylob with Cutthroat, Lando Calrissian, Proton Bombs, and Moldy Crow. And Canon Jarus with Maul. So this is interesting. I haven't seen Can, uh, Cavill in a while. Um, so it's, it's kind of nice to see him back on the table. Alright, next we've got L-Twig. Another Empire list flying Vizier with Emperor Palpatine, Feroff with Seventh Sister, Aiden Versio with Elusive iron Ion Cannon, and Defender Vader with Malice, Juke, and Heavy Laser Cannon. Next we've got Jay Churchman flying Dirge with Proton Cannons, False Transponder Codes, and Engine Upgrade, Bosk with Notorious, The Child, Gamut Key, Greedo, and Contraband Cybernetics. Menomru with Jamming Bean, Gar Saxon, Contraband Cybernetics, Electronic Baffle, Punishing One, R5P8, and Cannon Jarus with Maul. Again, Cannon Bean, if you're building a scum list, if it doesn't have Cannon with Maul right now, uh, you should probably reevaluate your list. Alright, next we've got Bearded Vet, Flying Empire. So we've got Boy Vader, Boy Backstabber, Boy Mauler. Iden Versio with Elusive and Ion Cannon, and Vizier with Emperor Palpatine. Then we've got TLFJ Flying Empire again, so Boy Vader, Boy Mauler, Boy Backstabber. Flight Leader Ubal with Ruthless, Sink Laser Cannon, Tiber Saxon, Electronic Baffle Targeting Assist Configuration, and a Black Squadron Ace. Then we've got Cran Rush flying a rebellion list. Ooh, here's something you don't see Shara Bay with hopeful, chopper, Ursa Ren, and R3 Astromech. Jan Ors with elusive shield upgrade, and Moldy Crow. Ezra Brizer with compassion and Jen Urso. Keo Vinzi with vectored cannons and proton rockets. And Arian Kraken with hopeful and shield upgrade. Interesting. I'm not sure what to make of that list. That's got a bunch of pieces you just don't normally see. So it's got an ARC-170, the Rebel Hawk, um, Ezra and the TIE without K2SO. Yeah, this is just all kinds of really interesting. Like it, it really. So this is what I'm talking about when challenging your list building. Because this is all non-standard builds for the most part. And he managed to... Net three wins, or or she. Um, so well done. All right, then we have little bunny Fufu, Foo Foo flying the Republic with Anakin Skywalker with mer- extreme maneuvers, predator and shield upgrade. Wolf with Wolf Pack, veteran tailgunner Q7. So Wolf and Jag from Sock, and Obi Wan Kenobi with brilliant evasion, heightened perception, predator and shield upgrade. Then the last one from day one, we've got Mo's stuff, flying scum. So we've got Boba Fett with elusive proximity mines, Marauder, Ahsoka Tano, veteran tail gunner, cannon with Maul, and the Mandalorian with fearless marksmanship. IG eighty eight D, Lando Calrissian heavy laser cannon, Babu Frick, and the Razor Crest Tidal. All right, so that's LVO day one. Now, what do, what do we see different in LVO? Day two. So let's let's see what we've got. So we start with McFly flying the resistance, with Poe Dameron with heroic trick shot, C three PO Ray and race Falcon title, Z Telo with heroic Proton Rockets Advanced Optics, BB eight with automatic automated targeting priority and Han Solo, Finn with elusive, heroic and perceptive copilot and Jarek Jaeger with elusive, heroic Magpulse warheads, targeting computer, and Kaz's fireball. The Poe Falcon is just, it's, it's so good. Um, if you haven't flown against it, or haven't put it on the table, you, you really should. Alright, next we've got their, their Bell Scum. Flying, not scum, but Republic with kickback with diamond borne missiles munitions fail safe. So I think this is all sock stuff. So sock kickback, sock jag, sock wolf. Sock um contrail and Anakin Skywalker with predator R2D2 and calibrated laser targeting. Then we've got Jupiter also flying The Republic with Anakin Skywalker with extreme maneuvers, Predator R7A7, and calibrated laser targeting. Contrail with, uh, this is uh, Sock Contrail. Um, Click with R3 Astromech precision ion engines and the Esh title. Uh, Sock Wolf. Ahsoka Tano with heightened perception, R4P17, and calibrated laser targeting. Then we've got Kin Grory flying the First Order with Scorch, Predator with Fanatical and Advanced Optics, DT with Elusive Advanced Optics, Commander Malarus with Cluster Missiles, Static with Elusive Ion Cannon, Gideon Hast with Elusive Fanatical Biohex Crypt Clothes, Agent Terex, Tactical Officer and Targeting Computer, Captain Phasma with Proud Tradition, Fire Control System, Pattern Analyzer, and Special Forces Gunner. Then we have David Lassery flying Boy Vader, Boy Mauler, Boy Backstabber, Hellrunner with Shield Upgrade, and Iden Versio with Elusive and Ion Cannon. Then we go on to The Collector flying... Resistance. So then we've got uh, Ray with Heroic, Rose Tico, Finn, Deadman Switch, Engine Upgrade, and Tidal. Poe Dameron with Elusive Pattern Analyzer, Proton Torpedoes, Overdrive Thrusters, Munitions Failsafe, and Black One. Jarek Yeager with Elusive Predator, Cluster Missiles, Targeting Computer, and Cass's Fireball. And BB 8 with Han Solo and Targeting Computer. Then we've got Nicholas Sperry flying Boba Fett with Fearless Proton Bombs, False Transponder Codes, Marauder, Ahsoka Tano, Veteran Tail Gunner, Sarasu with Proton Torpedoes, Gamut Key with Elusive, Protector and Kleb, and Lee McKay with Belly Run, Dorsal Turret, and Proton Torpedoes. So, a uh, couple of heavy hitters. Um, Gamut allowing them to get that double mod and then Boba out there. So interesting. I still think, uh, yeah, yeah. I still think Canon better call doesn't fit with Canon, of course, but um, still think it's a better call. All right, next we've got crazy game, flying uh, sock jag sock wolf, Anakin Skywalker with Iron cannon turret, proton torpedoes. R4P Astromech Proton Bombs, Sock Kickback, and Sock Contrail. Then we have Jokas, also Flying Republic, with uh, Sock Kickback, Sock Contrail, Sock Clip, Sock Wolf, Sock Jag, and Stub with Shield Upgrade. Then we've got Sparkle Lord <laughs> flying I think the same list. Yes, exactly the same list. Then we have Guy Montag flying Jengo Fett with Jamming Beam, Savage Press, Proximity Mines, Contraband Cybernetics, False Transponder Code, Slave one, Veteran Tail Gunner, Dirge with proton cannons, contraband cybernetics, standard due blood, and seismic charges, General Grievous with Outmaneuver and Pervium Plating Solus 1, and DBS 404 with Advanced Proton Torpedoes, Contingency Protocol, and Strutlock Override. Alright, then we've got Elmer flying Darth Vader with Marksmanship Hate and Afterburners, Juno Eclipse with elusive passive sensors, Iden Versio with elusive and ion cannon, Mauler Mithil with Predator and Afterburners, and Backstabber with Crackshot Discipline and Afterburners. Then we've got some weird guy named uh, Sailor Joe V, who uh, was flying CIS, um, which I'll get into that list in a minute. And then the last one that we'll read from day two is Big Stella. Um, Flying the Republic with Anakin Skywalker with instinctive aim, proton torpedoes, weapon system officer, R4 astromech, synchronized console, oddball with belly run, proton torpedoes, R4P astromech, synchronized console, matchstick with... The Belly Run, dorsal Turret, Proton Torpedoes, R4 Astromech Synchronized Console, and Wolf with Ahsoka Tano. Alright, so that was day two. Let's go ahead and start talking about how I did, who I played, and what I learned. So as I mentioned earlier, you can uh, kind of infer that I went uh, three and two overall. Had a just a wonderful time. Flying, um, I, th- I think I could have done better. Um, my first round loss was due to um, flying the Tri-Fighter off of the board. I made a hard three that literally put like a millimeter of the base out of the board edge. And um, that kind of cost me the game right there. So anyway... Let's go ahead and talk about um, what I flew. Which you guys, if you don't remember, um, I've talked about it in previous episodes. But uh, it was Sock Count Dooku, Sock D I S T eighty uh, one, Durge with ion cannon, heavy laser cannon, and title, and General Grievous without maneuver and pervium plating, and Solus One. And I think it's a really strong list. Uh, I really like it. Um, It'll probably be what I end up taking to worlds, although we'll we'll see. Um, but anyway, so first round was against uh, Dart AI, and uh, he was flying the Mandalorian with Predator Juke, the Child Finn Rao, Jamming Beam Greedo, and Razorcrest, Dirge with Iron Cannon and Heavy Laser Cannon. Menarou with expert handling, jamming Bream, Gar Saxon's Overtune modulators, punishing one R five P eight, and Ken Jaris with Maul. Um, now this this one was a loss for me um, again, because uh, and it was um, the the boxes salvage mission is what we started with. And, um, just, it, it started off kind of a good back and forth. Um, I was getting damage onto a bunch of his ships. I think Cannon was the first one that I, uh, took off the board. Um, I, I don't, I don't remember getting any of his other ships off the board and, except I finally got the Mandalorian off um, in the last turn uh, when I finally succumbed to points but um, flying my Tri-Fighter off the board really just kind of put put the nail in the coffin and then um, the next two turns the Mandalorian decided to just roll paint all the time so I couldn't take him off the last two health that he needed uh, and I couldn't focus on other targets. Um, so that kind of but the the real the real loss was flying that trifighter off the board. All right. Next, uh, we're flying against Kai-Guy himself and Kai-Guy was flying uh Anakin Skywalker with patience Chopper and CLT Hound with Yoda, Seventh Fleet Gunner. Click with R3 Astromech, Besh configuration, Proton Bombs, and Obi-Wan with Patience, Juke, Ion Cannon, and Targeting Computer. Uh, now this was actually a, a really fun matchup. Um, the, my opponent... Um, stretched himself a little bit, then he got a little bit too aggressive with Anakin, uh, when Anakin was in range one of Dooku, um, and his shield down already, and so he, he wiped the droid off the board, uh, with the Seventh Fleet Gunner, uh, range one CLT shot, um, but he didn't have any force and spent his focus, so Dooku was able to, um, Wipe Anakin off the board. So that's a good trade right there. Um, Then I was able to take out. um, Hound. And then it was. um, What was it? It was. I think it came down to. um, Dirge. And. General Grievous. Versus. Um or maybe it was Dooku. No, it was Dooku and General Grievous versus uh Obi Wan and that's Ada Obi Wan uh and Click and what ended up winning me the game was um Ada Obi Wan. Um he was down two health, uh, so he had one health remaining and he did a maneuver that landed him up on a rock. And so that kind of uh Ended that game. So that was a win. Uh, then we go into round three. Round three, I was supposed to be on stream. Um, but we, we pulled that. Uh, and the reason we pulled that is because my opponent was eight years old. Um, and he actually did pretty well uh, flying against me. He was flying first order. Um, and it was... Hold on. Uh, backdraft with Elusive Pattern Analyzer Special Forces Gunner. Captain Phasma with Elusive Fire Control System Pattern Analyzer Special Forces Gunner. Two Omega Squadron Experts with Pattern Analyzer and Special Forces Gunner. And Ember with Elusive and Pattern Analyzer. And um, even even before I knew uh, how old my opponent was, I had a good feeling about this list just because he's got threes and fours and... Uh, I start at four. I've got fours and fives. So um, I was feeling good about the list. And um, Link did just a great job at eight years old um, at keeping pace with the game and moving through and just keeping his chin up when things went bad for him. So uh, I was real impressed, real impressed with him. All right. So that puts me two one going into the fourth round. In the fourth round, I faced Isofane. Now, there was a mispairing at round one, and round one I was actually supposed to face Isofane. So I I joked with him about um, not um, not dodging the matchup, but uh, he he got me pretty good. Um, I did. A really good job of putting two damage into his um to a bunch of his vultures but couldn't seem to put a third one in i lost uh dis to a range one um crack shot basically um and that kind of set me back and it was just kind of hard going from there to get back so um Good job, Isofane. Um, I was joking with him afterwards that uh, I'd, I'd be upset about getting pushed out of the cut, but uh, uh, some crazy guy had already funded my way to world, so I was I wasn't too upset. Um, yeah, just good good dude. And then um, so that puts me two two going into the the final. As you may remember from the last episode, my goal was top eight in faction. Um, but we started looking at lists and things like that. And my friends and I realized that if I won my round five match, um, that I would be top four in faction and get the... Um, and get the damage deck. So now I'm now I'm actually kind of antsy ab- about this game. So um, I was flying uh, VTCD um, Slayer CDT Slayer, and he was flying Worldwind with elusive marksmanship, Procket sensor scrambler, and enhanced jamming suite. Nightfall with marksmanship rockets, sensor scramblers, enhanced jamming suite, and three seven o nine legion aces with marksmanship proton rockets, sensor scramblers, and enhanced jamming suites. And um, again, I was feeling kind of good about this matchup because he was running threes and fours, and I'm of course fours and fives. Um, he made me earn it though. Um, he he did uh, a great job of um keeping his uh ships on target uh, and really making me uh, maneuver around. Um, and what what really kind of sealed the the game in my favor was every time he went after that uh, DIS droid, um, I was able to evade out of it. Um, and it didn't matter if he rolled two or three hits, um, I would roll two or three evades, uh, and it was, it was pretty disgusting, um, but that's why that droid is what it is. Um, but had a great time, um, really, really enjoyed LVO Am super excited about worlds and what that brings. All right, if you've made it this far, Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate you listening to this podcast brought to you by our patrons who make this episode and my travel possible. Um, Please consider leaving a review however you consume this podcast. It really means a lot to me and I read everyone. As you know, I like to end every podcast with a question and this week's question is, How has your list building changed? This is Sailor Joe, signing off.